Welcome back, everybody, to We Are TPM with myself, Kyle Teixeira, and across from me, John Teixeira. Hola. <laughs> this week, we are going to discuss, should your tenant be paying your increased taxes? Now, if that topic interests you, you have any questions about it or anything else we're going to discuss today, feel free to give us a call at 817-818-9039 or shoot us an email at showmethemoney at wertpm.com. That's showmethemoney at wertpm.com. Now let's get into it. What's the question of should your tenants pay your increased taxes? So this correlates from a lot of conversations we're having with our investors, right? They're getting they're getting their, their tax appraisal notices, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like this time of year, every year. And they're freaking out and they're doing the math and they're going, well, if my taxes are going to increase, shouldn't my rent also increase and shouldn't the tenant have to pay for that? And it's not so much that they're thinking along those lines or asking the question. I guess it's the way they're asking it as if there's a direct correlation to my expenses and my taxes to what your rent as a tenant should be. And that's the question I have, Kyle, that I wanted to present today. Well, we're talking about property taxes, right? So that's the right. property they live in, the tenant lives in this property, and your property taxes this year have gone up, right? And you're looking at your rent amount, and it, you know, wondering why it didn't change. Exi- you know, say your taxes went up thousand uh, dollars, split that over twelve months, or let's go twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> so a hundred dollars, right? You're thinking in your head, maybe. The rent should go up $100. Um, I guess we're going to discuss that there is not the direct correlation between those two factors. Well, the economics that caused your taxes to go up are probably going to also cause rents to go up, right? That's what we've seen historically. That's what we're seeing right now. Well, let's break it down. Your property taxes go up because they're a percentage of your appraised value. Yep. So they go up when the home value goes up. That's right. So, you know, does the tenant get a piece of that equity? Well, yeah, you just jumped right to the bottom line, right? <laughs> and that is, that was the bottom line of, of this whole discussion really is like, That's where you get started. who's going to get the benefit of that, right? Like, is the tenant going to, you know, if they stay in a home for 10, 12 years and move out, they get nothing except that 10, 12 years of residence. If you sell that home while they're living in it, they still get nothing, no benefit from from the reward. That, then, nor should they, right? They didn't take the risk. They didn't buy the home. And that's what this is really about. It's about a risk reward. You purchased a property. It's just like purchasing a business, right? You accept the expenses that go along with it. And you charge for your services, whatever you can charge, mm-hmm. right? Well, and it's... It, it's- I guess what we're describing too, I mean, that was easy to jump to the equity, but uh, breaking down the, you know, the taxes thing, it's really a lagging indicator of the market Um, because, and what you're saying from an economic standpoint, it catches up. Well, the reasoning there is, is because rents, rent rates will eventually catch up with those property tax increases, you know? And the reason that happens is because new properties are being bought, right? So new investors are buying new properties at the, that current tax rate that you're now seeing, and they're doing their analysis based on cash flows that they can get, you know, off the current price of homes. And 
maybe as long as there's enough demand to pay that much rent. So, mm -hmm. so in the, in the right kind of economic um, atmosphere, you're exactly right. Now I'm not sure that that always works because if you've got, if you've got a hundred houses and 20 people want to rent them, then what you just described doesn't even matter. Who It doesn't even matter what an investor wants to rent something for. They've got a hundred homes to choose from and there's only 20 of them. That's not, you know, so using that example, let's, let's say you're, you're an investor. This see that this doesn't happen, right? But let's say you're an investor that has that situation that I described and your, and your taxes have gone up. Which rarely happens. Those those two things are, are just well, and this, this don't a, naturally happen. This is a different economic environment we're currently in because people are getting their tax bills for 2021 that you know in most cases, especially in our area, have gone up, and the taxes have gone up. Well, yeah, it, it wasn't a lag. The property taxes were not a lagging indicator. Rent rates went up at a way more drastic rate. Than home mm -hmm. values did. That's so right. So they already outbeat your tax rate. That's right. So that's the easy answer right now to investors is they're already being paid for in your increased rent rate that came before your increased property tax it's rate. It's amazing how fast investors forget that, huh? Oh, like yeah. Like two years ago, your tenant was paying you 1500 and you were perfectly happy with that. Now your tenant is paying you 1900 and all of a sudden a $13 increase in your taxes is a huge problem. <laughs> well, where's that made up for? Maybe in the four hundred dollars that you <laughs> that have been increased um, in that example. So, yeah, I mean that's you know people like to look short term. Um, we got to remember rent renting real estate is a long term investment. You mm -hmm. know, if you look at it in short term basis, you're not looking at the right kind of investment forecast. So, this is a good discussion, though, isn't it? Because because people have different such different views on it. And it's almost like a no win. Like nobody's going to really walk away from this conversation. If you have competing views, you're not going to walk away feeling like you won or you, or you convince the other person. That's, that's my thought. That's my, that's been my experience, but I just, I just have a trouble connecting the two directly. That's what it is, really. There's already a natural connection between rents and your expenses that happen through natural economics. And I feel like letting that natural economic atmosphere play out is going to make you win way more than the expense. I mean, you're always, your rents are going to go up way more than whatever that rate tax rate is. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, it's a market. That's how markets work. You know, these factors all collect into what the market price is for things. Um, and investors usually ask that question more because there's a, it's more and more common that investors aren't escrowed on their taxes. So they're paying an actual upfront tax bill every year versus mm -hmm. every month That's true. in pieces, right? Yep. So it feels like more of a kick, a kick when they got to pay that, mm -hmm. uh, that tax bill. But you can look at it from the other side of the coin. I mean, that's why there's no direct answer to this other than it's part of it's part of the investment. But the other side of that coin is, okay, well, if your home value hasn't gone up this year and your taxes haven't gone up, is it fair to raise your tenant's rent 100 bucks because <laughs> the market rent went right. up 100 bucks? Right. Uh, yes, it is. But that's the benefit. Because the market says That's it what is. the market's saying and we've had, yeah. And we've had past podcasts. We're not going to do that again. But we've had past, past podcasts where we talked about how you're, typic, how you're literally doing your tenant a disservice by not keeping the rents close 
to market rate. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah we have, and that involves <clears throat> partially, you know, over time you're trapping them in something and all that. But right. um, another piece of this puzzle is is caps. You know, tax rates can be capped and mm-hmm. commonly are, and in Texas now are if you hold on to that property. Not um, on investment properties, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's, there's, that's the there's, problem. There's, there's pieces of that. It's still capped to a certain extent now, but but rent rates aren't. Is my point there? They're never capped. No, mm-hmm. unless you're right. in Texas, they're not right. <laughs> generally not right. capped. Right. Um, so you know, those are all they're all things to consider. But at the end of the day, your home value is based on market rates. Your rent rent values are based on market rates. Your property taxes is kind of based on your home values market rate too. It's Appraised value is determined based on market rates. So um, the market decides, and the market decides how quickly it catches up if it's, or how quickly it accounts for those taxes, whether it's a leading factor or a lagging factor. It's all determined by the market. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. And the market decides is really the bottom line, right? What your rent is. Because here's the bottom line. Let's paint a scenario real quick. Your taxes went up, let's say they went up 50 bucks a month. That's pretty extreme. I've never seen, I mean, can't say I've never seen it, but that's pretty extreme. Let's say your taxes went up 50 bucks a month. And so you're like, I want my tenant. Let's say you're at $1,500 a month and there's same like homes. They're all leasing for $1,500 a month in that city. Okay. And now you're like, okay, I want my tenant to pay fifteen fifty because they want they need to bear the 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 burden of this tax bill for my my business. And did you hear the the did you hear my sarcasm yeah. there? I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, so now I'm at fifteen fifty. I'm fifty dollars above market rent. What's stopping my tenant that if I, assuming that I like this tenant, they've been maybe they've been with me a long time. They pay the rent every month. Why wouldn't they go somewhere else and pay fifteen hundred? You never ever want to price your house out above market value and make it easy for a tenant to make a decision to leave you. If you assuming you like this tenant, right? Assuming they're taking great care of it, they're paying, and they're doing all the things that a tenant should do. Why would you want it for any reason? Why would you want to put yourself in a position where they're going to leave you and you're now going to have a turnover, which is going to cost you way more than that $50 a month? It's going to cost you way more. And you got to consider the perspective of what that tenant's hearing too. I mean, if you tell the tenant that, which some landlords do, your your rent's going up because my taxes went up. What you're actually saying is your rent's going up 50 bucks because the value of the home you're paying for for me went up 50 grand. Yeah, that's yeah. How do you think tenants gonna look at that? You know, because they're they. You just got richer. Yeah, (laughs) and now you want to take more money out of me every month because you have to pay taxes on getting richer. So (laughs) that that might be how a tenant perceives it. Yeah, Um, you know what? There's another part of this that I think was interesting. This is kind of a little bit off topic, but but you brought it up, and I think it's interesting maybe to note it here is is um, you mentioned a lot of investors don't impound their taxes. So there's a couple different ways that I always consult my investors to, to handle that. One, if you can set up that escrow account, I think that's the easiest and best way to do it, right? Just like know it's paid. You have been set up an automatic payment every month for a certain amount. Mortgage company takes care of it. I believe that is the easiest and most well, and 
Not everybody has mortgages like that, though. Yeah, I mean, but I know. you can escrow yourself. Escrow is a fancy way of saying putting money in an account. Well, that's what I was to, getting at next. To be so, a bucket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. So, yeah, figure out, you know, do what do what the mortgage companies do. They do an escrow analysis. So, they take, they take a look at a 12-month forecast of what they expect your taxes to be and your insurance to be over the next 12 months or over the next year until they analyze it again. And they take that amount. Divided by twelve, and this is how much needs to be that account needs to be filled by um, in order to pay your tax bill for you at the end of the year. And you can do that yourself. You can yeah, overestimate absolutely. that yourself. And there's there's two ways that I do that. Okay, I do it two separate ways. I have a business tax account where I literally take a percentage of all of my income, and as soon as it comes into my bank account, it goes into a separate account that's for taxes. Right. So that's one way to do it, very much like what you just described. But with a rental property, if you only have one rental property or your rental properties are separate from the rest of your business and lifestyle and you're not using it, and I hope you're not because if you're listening to me, you shouldn't be using your income from your rental properties for your lifestyle. It's just that's not what it's there for. It's there to build wealth. So let it grow so that you can maybe buy more properties or pay it down or whatever. That's a different topic. But I have an account that all of my debits and credits for my rental properties goes out of, right? It's called a rental property account. So when my rent comes in, it goes in there. When my mortgage goes out, it goes out of there, right? And hopefully that account, it's separate from the rest of my account and it grows and has a certain amount of money in it. And that's where you pay your taxes from. As long as you're not using it for other things, for anything but that that property or that group of properties, there's no reason you can't pay your taxes out of that and escrow it in that manner as well. Yeah, that's still not directly escrowing it no, though. No, it's not. You know, a big repair could kick that out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, make it even more separate. Make it go yep. separate to a tax account before anything, before everything that goes to your rental account. Yep. So, but that's the point. It's just a savings account for a purpose is mm-hmm. what escrow is. Yep. Um, they're, they're holding money for you for, to be, yep. to pay something later on. So, so, so what's, what's our conclusion here, Kyle? Do we, we, do we think the tenant should bear the expense of increased taxes from, from a homeowner? I think the tenant should pay market rent. Yep. And I think that's the factor you have to look at. And market rent is usually higher when taxes are going up, isn't it? It is, and you know, in general. But market the market prices rent and prices things in based on a lot of factors. You know, that's just one of them. You know, mm-hmm. it's just one of them. And it eventually catches up sometimes. Sometimes it's already there. Uh, like we're in one of, like I said earlier, we're in one of those environments where it's definitely already accounted for itself. <laughs> um and, you know, another market stat is generally rent rates do increase with home rates, you know, either at the same rate or a little bit faster. So if they're generally increasing at the same rate or a little bit faster than home values, you know, percentage wise, then they're pretty much always being accounted for just by that mm-hmm. uh, metric. So, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you know, they're not post you know another question i get i have gotten is like okay well what about like the added isd taxes like mansfield isd or you know, district we live in um they add on to that tax and an additional tax that can be more well 
guaranteeing you the market in Mansfield is already pricing in the fact that you're in Mansfield ISD. And I can speak to that. Um, so, you know, on, on the people that live in Arlington in the Mansfield ISD school district benefit from living their property values directly benefit from living in Mansfield ISD. That is correct. That is correct. And that's why you'll see a very comparable house in South Arlington, um, priced higher than one just up the street and be just because it's outside of Mansfield ISD and Arlington ISD. You know, I mean, when I'm comping the value of homes and I'm near that border, that Mansfield ISD border in Arlington, I always have to to weed out the Arlington ISD homes or vice versa in order to get the proper value because there is a huge difference. Not to knock Arlington ISD, but Mansfield ISD has a reputation. People come here for a reason. We have these these bond elections that we just had recently were about that very same thing, right? They were about making our community better and the community deciding whether they wanted these amenities in our neighborhood, in our community or not. If they wanted to pay for them, they probably would have increased our value, right? I'm not sure that it would have increased our value enough to cover whatever everyone's expense was or not, but that seems to be the big debate, right? But but that's what it's all about. When you put a park, a really nice park in a city, it makes the city more attractive, more people want to come here, and everybody's values go up accordingly. Yeah, it's, just, it's just more factors people consider. You know? yep. It's like uh, once this park's built, you know, you know, the city's like, hey, now that we built this park, should the rent values be going or the home values next to this park be going up so we get more well, taxes? They don't decide that. The market <laughs> exactly. does. So the market decides exactly. that – that that the values go up, the market decides that the rents are going to go up because it's next to this nice park. Um, heck, you probably pay more for a gallon of milk next to that nice park. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but but the market gets to decide those things. Yep, yep. Supply and demand. Yep, absolutely. Well, you know what, Kyle? Good discussion, and I have it all the time with people. You'd be surprised. I mean, you're not surprised. You know how often we have these discussions with people. People literally call me and say things like, I just got my tax bill and it's gone up $30 a month and we need to, we need to raise the rent. I'm like, okay, I understand that there's a correlation in your mind between how much you make and how much, and that's called cash flow. I get it. I completely understand it. But if all I'm saying is if we let it play out, your rent's probably going to go up 75 or $80 anyways, whether you told me about the tax bill or not, right? More than cover your additional tax bill and, and let's go. Let's do what the market tells us we need to do and be fair to everybody. Yeah. So the answer to should my tenant pay for my increased taxes is, is Maybe. not directly. <laughs> not, not directly. Not directly. Yes, I like know? that. That's a good um, answer. Indirectly, they will. <laughs> they, they will, but it's yes. not a should question. Indirectly, yeah. they will. I love so, it. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any questions about uh, property taxes, do not call us. But if you have questions about anything, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Give us a call 817 818 9039. Shoot us an email. Show me the money at wertpm.com. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of We Are TPM. We are TPM. We are out. Out. out.